and welcome back to an all-new episode of Gameware Express. My name's Adam Arinder, and it is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. You're listening to episode number 256. We are Baton Rouge's premier video game podcast. Uh, Filled with panelists with over 50 years of video game industry experience from retail store to news to media to voice acting to dev. We got it all. Let's introduce you to this week's panel, starting with the talented Miss Renee Martin. Welcome back to the show. You're like really hyping me up. I feel like I'm a million dollars right now. We have to keep it going. (laughs) Mr. Uncle Gameware himself, Stephen Martin, back in the Gameware Express. Thank you for having me on your podcast. So glad to have you back, buddy. Thank you. John Michael Carley rounding out the crew today. How are you today, sir? Uh, Great as always. I love it. Short and to the point. That's how I live my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John Michael, you wanted this week's intro question, so I'm going to pass it over to you and see what you you got. I thought we could have some fun this week for once. Fun? Just kidding. We always have fun here. Uh, So, okay. I was thinking, what is... So there's a lot of great video game characters out there, but there's also some really bad video game names. (laughs) Have you ever been playing a video game and you're like, that's the dumbest fucking name I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone has played one game like that. So do, do opponents in rocket leagues, uh, gamer tags count? No, not, not, (laughs) not some jabronis you found online (laughs) who is like, I don't know. So I, never mind. We won't get into uh, <laughs> examples of bad names that people online could have chosen. No boobers 420. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure you've played, you know, a Final Fantasy or a, I don't know, a, a Streets of Rage. And you're like, well, that's a stupid enemy name or that's a stupid character name. <laughs> it, off the top of your head, is there anything you can think of? It's just like, that's a bad name. Adam, uh, do you have anything... Yeah, uh, N from Pokemon Black and White. Just the just. The why is his name just N. one letter? Is he a man in black? Yes. Is he investigating the Death Note? Like, why is his name just one letter? He's not cool. He creepily takes you on that Ferris wheel. Renee's making faces at me. Do you think it's a cool name to be named okay. in? So I'm going to preface this with... <laughs> He is my favorite Pokemon character of all time. He's so cool. He romantically whisks you away onto the Ferris wheel and then tells you that he's the leader of Team Plasma. Like, like actually, he's, mm, mm. this shouldn't surprise me with your love of Akechi from Persona 5, okay. actually, yeah. so never mind. And also, Komaida. <laughs> they're both, okay, they're all Komaidas. That's sure. what they are. They're character type. But is but anyway. in... A cool name. It is so fucking stupid. And actually, it stands for no. It is not. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's not even his real name because N is actually who I thought of as well because his real name table here it is. Here we go. Natural, harmonious, gropius. All right, that's that's his real name. Bad. Okay, can I change my answer even though it's technically the same answer? Is it bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Really yes, I didn't know that was his real name. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. I hate that he has that name. All right, well, did he used to be Ron Artest and he just changed his name to like Metal World Peace and he changed it to whatever Rene just Ocho said? Cinco. <laughs> All right, that's, okay. those, are, those are pretty bad and great examples. Steven, do you have any characters yeah. that you hate their name? Well, when I was in the fifth grade, my bus stop was a Circle K. 
and there were two arcade machines in that Circle K. Sure. One of them was Golgo 13, which was a sniper game. Um, <laughs> I, no, I had no, no issue with character names in that game. The other one was, was Punch-Out. Sure. So it was an um, arcade Punch-Out game, and one of the people you punch out, his name is Pizza Pasta. Which is, you know, that solidifies the Punch-Out! series, uh, I guess, desire to have really weird racial stereotypes. Not that it does, yes. race mm-hmm. of a pizza pasta guy, but it's like everybody in the in, in those games is like this weird stereotyped thing with a weird name. Oh, there's, there's plenty of bad names in Punch-Out! games. Yeah, people, p- pizza pasta. Well, I, I kind of liked it, though. Sure. You know, but it's, it's not a good name. Honestly, if you flash forward 23, Two years or twenty three years, you know, you can go straight to Halo and, and the fact that Master, Master Chief, Chief is, is there. Except now, yeah, we, it's a pretty we, bad name. You know, we affectionately just we've called him Mister Mr. Chief, Mister Mr. Mr. Chef. Mr. Chef, or Mister Chief. For, <laughs> yeah, but How yeah, many years? yeah, exactly. Then again, I'm not in the business of naming uh, characters in fiction. No, so it's easy for me to criticize. You know, from the from the consumer perspective, but maybe it's it's harder to to think of a name that. Um, you know, as a developer, uh, you know, or as a content I'd creator, feel like in in the age of video games, there's people who have given it a real shot, and people maybe not so. Some much. people just didn't try <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I love that Steven's first answer is a Punch Out character because I brought a game for us today, everyone. Ooh, um, I'm calling it "What's in a Name." Um, there's, as we've said, plenty of bad video game names. Now, what I've done is I have a few rounds of some games of some names. Excuse me. Um, they will be three real video game character names and a fourth one that is completely fake that I've made up today. Ooh, okay. I like this. Okay. okay. And you have to determine which one is the fake one. Ooh. Okay. Which oh. one's the fake name? Got I it. I like this. Sure. Okay. Now, um, or we can do it the other way. You can determine which three are real. I don't know. T- table, you decide because... It's your game, friend. I look, but what sounds more fun to you? I think we should you? all try to unanimously come up with one incorrect answer. Like, w- f- Love let's it. spot the fake name. Okay, perfect. So, um, Steven got a little bit ahead of me here <laughs> uh, in talking about punch-out character names for round okay. one. Perfect. Um, so, again, I will give you... Uh, Three names from characters from the Punch Out series. Am I allowed to, to type these names in? No, okay. You'll find I, out. I'm not going to cheat. You don't need help on one of them uh, because the first name is Pizza Pasta. <laughs> so, okay, that's fake. Uh, th- there's yeah. no way that's real. Yeah, there's no way that could possibly be real. <laughs> also, everyone's probably like, well, Steven already knows the answers. No, I don't know. He just happened to know a really stupid name that I also knew. Um, so it's just germane that way. So, okay, punch out names. Pizza Pasta is your first name. Yeah, okay. Bear Hugger. Okay. Hurricane Hooligan. Yeah. And Super Macho Man. Okay, the third one's the fake one. The, yeah, that's the Steven, fourth. Steven's going with Hurricane Hooligan. I'm not going with it. That's the answer. <laughs> that's not a punch out character. All the other ones are punch out characters. Just, Bear Hugger is in Super Punch Out. Ooh. Yeah. He's and right. and yeah. what was the fourth one? Uh, Super Macho Man. Super Macho Man is in Super Punch Out. Yeah, wow. Steven knows a lot about Punch Out. Yeah, I, 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 I tell you what. When I was a kid, my bus stop had a <laughs> stop right at the Circle yeah. K. Huh? Okay, so round one, sort of the easy round. We, we all get one, one point. Uh-huh. Here's, yes. here's another. Here's another sort of uh, easier round, if you will, easy easy into the game. Mega Man X character. Okay, I'm done. Oh, no. I'm done. Okay. Right. Okay. 
Mega Man X bosses, basically. Like, is this the first game or any of them in the X series? Oh, the X series. God damn it. So none of them that you played. I'm about to say, I've only played like the first one. Before you list these names, I would like to point out, we'll mention this maybe later, (gasps) 20 years ago today in Japan, Mega Man X7 launched on PS2. It sure did. Yes. Happy Japanese birthday to Mega Man That's the only thing I know about Mega Man. Well, that that won't help you in this in any way. Also, we we only celebrate American release dates on this fine podcast. Well, I guess I'll go throw my Japanese PlayStation 2 in the garbage can. Yeah, bust out the American one. Yeah, freedom. (laughs) But freedom saying. Speaking of freedom, here's some Mega Man X boss names. Um, All right, here we go. Remember, three real names, one fake one. Flame Hyenard. Okay, yeah. Hyenard? You heard me. The Hyenard dog? (laughs) Guys, let's take a step back. Let's all remember, this is a game about the worst video game character names. So, yeah, we're going to open up with Flame Hyenard. Okay. Metal Shark Player. Okay. Okay. Burn Dino Rex. Mm. Or Frost Pandor. Man, that third, the fourth one sounds real. I'm gonna, I don't think you would have come up with the word hyena. <laughs> I think that's real. I think that's a real. That's name. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Would you like me to repeat all no. of these fantastic? I only want names? the middle two because I've already ruled out. I'm the gonna first start and over because they're too fun to not say out loud. <laughs> Flame hyenard. Okay, that one's real. That's real. I bet. Metal shark player. Okay. Burn Dino Rex and Frost Pandor. I'm going to go with Burn Dino Rex is the fake Burn one. Dino Rex. I'm going to say the last one, Frost Pandor, is the fake Frost one. Frost Pandor. Well. Okay. Everyone's <sighs> final answer is everyone? Said, yeah, I'll, I'll go with guess. Burn Dino. Burn, okay. Steven, back one. in the lead, Whoa. with <laughs> yeah. Frost Pandor That's being not, the fake one. Ooh. I didn't cheat either. <laughs> yeah, but. I promise you. These are real character names. <laughs> what is Flame Dino Rex from? That? Uh, Burn Dino Rex. Burn. Burn. He's is from X Five. Oh, okay. Um, uh, okay. I can, is that the PS Two one? Uh, it's the PS One one. I believe that it you was. Can look the, up. I believe it was on PS One. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So Flame Hyenard was the funniest thing I've read all day today. <laughs> because that's not a thing. Uh, but he is a fire hyena boss. That's why it sounded so real to me. Um, Metal Shark Player is the uh, just a straight up dumb name, but it does sound like it should be in a. That Mega sounds Man like game. some weird like translation thing that kind of got Metal Shark Player. Metal. Sh- so if you played NBA the story mode in NBA Two K Seventeen, Metal Shark Player is the NPC friend that hangs out with you the whole game, and he just. He gets you into the NBA. It's, and he's also a character. Not That's not true at all. But he gets, I was about to say, I don't recall that no. part from this Mega Man boss was hanging out with you. Metal Shark Player. Metal Shark Player. Yeah, he's a metal shark. Uh, Burn Dino Rex, as you might guess, is just a dinosaur with fire coming out of him. Perfect. And Frost Pandora yeah, yeah. is something I made up that sounds like it should be. <laughs> totally not my character. It sounds yeah. good, yeah. Thanks. Write thanks. them a letter. Yeah. Thanks. All right, let's move into round three. Uh, we don't have a category now. This is Anything Goes. Oh, no. Oh, balls. Okay. All right. Okay. So, once again, three real, one fake. Okay. All right, let's go. Round three. That man. That man? That man. That man. Like that, that man. man. Like that man. I'm pointing. That, that man. man. Okay. That man. Shoot gunner. <laughs> <laughs> Spike ironclad. Huh. Or die hardman. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna guess. 
I know. Okay, I know one of those is I, a real character. What's the real one? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Win, he's trying to win the game. Here. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because now we're now we're really playing. Um, same, same. One, one more time. time. Okay, of course they're all fun to say. <laughs> that man, shoot gunner, spike ironclad, die hardman. All right, I'm gonna uh, go. Yeah, what do you think, Adam? I'm gonna go shoot gunner. I'm gonna say that man. No, 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 no. That man. Uh, what was the second one? Shoot gunner. What was the third one? Spike ironclad. That that just sounds like a name. That sounds like a Pokemon in like the I'm last. I'm gonna gen. say Spike Ironclad, even though it's the only one of those. I know one of these is a name. I'm not gonna sure. say which one. But. All right, so we have Steven's going with Spike Ironclad. Renee, your choice is that that yeah, man. That, that, that man. man. Yeah. Adam, I said shoot gunner. Shoot gunner. Steven with the hefty lead. Spike Ironclad is a name that wow. I made it up. It just sounds like an... Out of all those names, that's the only thing that actually sounds like a name. That of man, of course, everyone's favorite Guilty Gear character. I like Bagman, but not. I've never heard of that, that man. man. That man. That's okay. his name. That no, Bedman. Bedman is who I always played as. Soul He's strapped uh, to a bed. I assume you knew Shoot Gunner. No, no. I, I knew the, the last one. So, yeah, Die Hardman. Die Hardman is played, from Death Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding. Now, okay. Gunner <laughs> is a character from the original Metal Gear game. Oh, I should have known uh, that. Okay. The NES version, not the, <laughs> not the PlayStation the, yeah. version. So, yeah, He's Spike seen. Ironclad. What does he do? He shoots guns. So is he like a shoot, shoot gunner? Shoot gunner. Yeah, something like that. Honestly, I thought two of those probably were Kojima characters, and two of them <laughs> they, were they, they absolutely characters. were, yeah. <laughs> Was it the two you thought would be? <laughs> well, the last one for sure. And yeah, then of course, yeah. I thought maybe the, I thought that man was a maybe a uh, that also <laughs> Kojima name. All right, round four, our final round here. Okay. So uh, I can't win. Uh, so. This no. final one should be worth four points. Four points. I'm making up the rules. Here we go. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay, round four. As always, three fake, one real. Okay. Skullamania. Mm-hmm. Henry Cooldown, hmm. Dark Death, Evil Man, mm-hmm. Doctor Laserbeard. Okay, I know two of these. I know one of these. I know which one you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I think any I of also them. know which one you know. So let's hear those one more time. All right, let's so. let's let's hear them again. Skullamania, Henry Cooldown, Dark Death, Evil Man, Doctor Laserbeard. Okay. Well, I. I'm going to go with the second one. That's also what I was thinking. I'm going with the second one. Henry Cooldown. Uh, Henry Cooldown. Henry right? Cooldown. That's like a TV show on Nickelodeon. <clears throat> what was the fourth one? Dr. Laserbeard. Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm changing mine to that one. <laughs> okay. Am I allowed to do that? It's just like sure, chess. Yeah, I, we you haven't locked in any you... answers. I haven't... <laughs> I'm going to go with the second one as well. Henry Cooldown. Henry Cooldown. Adam, so I'm, going, I'm sticking with I'm sticking with Henry Cooldown. Steven has taken the sweet beer today. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Doctor Laserbeard is something I came up with earlier this morning. <laughs> That's a cool name. It's a very cool name, but it is not in any known video game so far. Skullamania, a character from Street Fighter X EX. Excuse me. It's a license, so it's actually not a Capcom character. It's a licensed no, character. No, but he from does like, appear. Yeah, in that's game. where yeah. I think anyone knows him from. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know the name of the company that owns the rights to that character, but it's I don't know, not but it's, Capcom. It's a bad name. Skullmania is the best thing about that game. <laughs> you heard it here. 
Uh, Henry Cooldown is actually from No More Heroes. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's still a bad name. Doesn't make <laughs> it a good name just because he's from No More Heroes. Renee and I both know the next one. Dark yeah. Death Evil Man yeah. from Disguise. He's also in that uh, Japanese... I think he's uh, in a PSP game. He is. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. I, you it's know. like something hero versus Dark Death Evil it Man. It is, yes. It is. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. a... a, a Separate PSP game featuring himself. Uh, Adam, if I told you there was a character named Dark Death Evil Man, what do you think that person would look like? Oh, man. He probably has a cool duster and wears, like, wraparound black sunglasses with his hair slicked back. Yeah, that sounds like a Dark Death Evil Man. No, it's a giant uh, lion monster dragon. Ah, my second guess. Yes, of course. So, uh, but I will say that Dark Death Evil Man is my newest favorite name of anything, and probably <laughs> what I will name my future child. The PSP game was called ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man. That's the one, of mm-hmm. course. It was on the tip of my tongue. You can also play it on Switch because it, it's in the the Prenny Presents NIS Collection Volume oh, Two. Great. Oh, cool! With Mackay Kingdom. We used to like say Dark Death Evil Man like yeah. five times a day. <laughs> we did. Well, it made it to our fun game because so, it's such Love a it. bad name. <laughs> That's a great name. It, well, it's, yes, it's wonderfully bad. It loops back around where it becomes It's cool. like The Raid. Dr. Yeah. Laserbeard sounds like a really good name to name your like Soulsborne character. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Steven's been using Jan Levinson. Yeah, recently. all my <laughs> all, all of my Souls characters uh, lately have been called Jan Levinson. No That's ghoul? Great. No, they got separated. Did ghoul divorced. die? No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now. We're in a business meeting. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay, well, that was uh, our first attempt at what's in a name is what I'm calling the segment. I like so, that. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. So that was good fun. job, everyone. Fun. Good job, Steven. Yeah. Steven taking the win on that Somehow. one. Somehow. Just got lucky. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, Steven, your prize means I go to you first mm. when I say, hey, Steven, yep. what you been playing? Video games. Who loves them? We do. Um, I have been clicking on... Little creatures and killing them. I know in the in the dock I put Diablo two, but I also played some Diablo four. Ooh, okay. Um, so I've been playing two Diablo games, but Once? at the same time. Yeah, it's really easy because you <laughs> Diablo click. four. You don't have to do anything, <laughs> you, or it, you don't have to read the stories. You don't nope. have to listen to NPCs. I you, nope. don't you don't actually. Um, it's it's pretty. Uh, I I would like the camera to be pulled back a little bit. I you think can do that. I did, well, thank you for telling me and that. I, I can't tell you the button off the top of my head, but there is a button you can I press, would, and it zooms out, and then it zooms in. Something so satisfying about us uh, quitting Diablo 4 and then installing Diablo <laughs> 2. And something comforting about just everything's so small, and the animation is just so... I don't know, crispy. It, it, uh, yeah, agreed. Something about Diablo 2. Um, re- well, specifically the remake version, not the original. Um, but yeah, I mean, Diablo 4, it's fine. I, I don't really enjoy the loop, um, yeah. which I think is a problem in a game what, like that. I mean, what level are you at not, this point? I'm not. I've played maybe two hours, so okay. it's not really... I hear you have to beat the game to start enjoying <laughs> That's it. That's true. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, the story... Because we rushed the story because I was level 42 in Act 2 when we were trying to finish it. Yeah. The story was pretty bland. I've definitely been having a lot more time just doing dungeons or side quests. 
or doing dungeons with friends. It does get a little manic, and I know that. Well, that's that's what it's supposed to happen, right? Because mm-hmm. it's hordes of demons coming after coming you. at but, you. Yeah, right I don't at really you. feel like I'm doing anything. It's like I don't feel like I'm. Well, in if trouble. you're doing the build, I think you're doing. It's pretty broken. So uh, maybe I should <laughs> probably. I'll re-roll and I'll, mm-hmm. maybe I'll play a server. Should or up your world tier to two. You I did. Okay. Well, yeah. I oh, you're already on two. Two. Look, it's not. It, it's not hard at yeah. first. It doesn't get hard until you hit like the final world tier. That's what like, people keep telling me. And so me, I, I do know. think that's a problem. I think if you played like Diablo 2, to your point, like I can raise like the, the difficulty, you know, after I... I mean, you don't have to. You just go into the wrong area and Honestly, then you're just yeah. getting destroyed. Well, see, that's an interesting take because I also played a lot of Diablo 4 this week yeah. where last week when we left off, i just gotten my Barbarians level 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were exploring world tier 2. Yeah. In that time, we did the capstone dungeon, unlocked world tier three. Yes, stepped into that. My barbarians are level fifty three, and I feel like I'm getting fucking wrecked. Really? Like I've never died this much. It's a real struggle to actually like kill things, and it started really to become unfun. So much so that I've now retired my barbarian, oh, who was my multiplayer character, and I'm now trying to power level my necromancer, which is my solo build, up from thirty seven to now I'm forty five because. That character puts out damage like crazy, and I just can't keep up on what we're doing on World Tier 3, and it became unfun. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you're going to have to have a decent build to go into mm-hmm. 3. So, while we were wiping the floor with everything in World's t- World Tiers 1 and 2, we kind of hit a wall there in 3. And it might have just been because it was the first few dungeons. We eventually get more, yeah. uh, you know, better gear, but I was just having fun. I'm back on World Tier 2 trying to get my Necromancer up to 50, and it again not struggling at all so yeah if you're building that corpse explosion build which i am you just hold the right trigger down and you win that's yeah, how or, you know I probably do something <clears throat> different then because it's just not it's not engaging me mm-hmm. all i could think while i was playing diablo 4 was like man i, I want to play more like of anything else like maybe Ooh, yakuza or something get a stone of jordan <laughs> yeah always yakuza well yeah. also i mean diablo at least in my experience like playing it by yourself is down here and my hand is lower and playing with your friend is up here and my hand is way higher than the original hand. So like, that's where most of the enjoyment I feel like comes from. So if you're just playing it alone, I don't know. I mean, right. John Michael played a lot of the loans. So I, I played me. all Diablo two just by myself for the most part. Mm-hmm. 90% of what I played of Diablo two, Diablo three, even Diablo four, honestly, mm-hmm. is a lot of single players. So that's fair. Maybe you should be a rogue like him. Yeah. I mean, anything would be better than just mowing over everything. It, look, I mean, look, to me, it does just take a while to get into the real meat of like what enemies have to offer in that game mm-hmm. and what loot there is to pick up. But also, you played a bunch of these before, so you have expectations going in. This is my real first one, right. so it's all just like, wow, this is new, this is cool, yay! And you are like, this is not Diablo two, just like uh, this one over here. I mean, yep. <laughs> it's still good. It's just not what yeah, I just I wasn't really it. having a, a blast, right? Mm-hmm. So much so you had to go two iterations back. Yeah, and that's fair. So, Diablo 2 is only $13 right now. <laughs> That's a good value. Or you pay $20 and get the one with 2 and 3 and all the DLC. Great value. So if some of these classes aren't viable, are they going to go in and like rebalance with patches? Or like, they do they have, have been any plans? They, they have been. They have okay. been. And my Barbarian build might not be optimal. It might have been for leveling, but once sure. now we're getting to like the real meat of the game, it, I might just have to respec it because it's probably not the optimal Barbarian build. But from mm-hmm. going from like having no problems at all to just like fuck off yeah. you know like constantly like out of potions having to keep no, respawning like it was rough so i'm sure it was something maybe i was doing or 
barbarian and druid maybe our 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 builds are too similar and they don't complement each other so. as you get to higher level stuff. I don't know like if that comes into play. Be, like or, you said, you needed to get into the point where you're like actually yeah. getting good gear to like hold your own in that level mm-hmm. and that's part of it too right but i think now i figured out as my necromancer keeps leveling up and i get more skills how or and i'm getting better uh a strategy on how it can play well with others because before i always struggled using my necromancer when playing with other people because if everyone else killed the enemies before my i could generate corpses well i'm basically useless but now i found other abilities i can pair with it to if that happens i can still find a way to generate corpses to get my like yeah, 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 explosion machine going. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start writing it out until we have to make all new characters on Friday yeah. or Thursday because yeah, that's when the new season starts. This weekend. Oh. And you cannot play the new season until you beat all of the story stuff. It comes up and tells you in the game, yeah. hello, the new season starts next week. We recommend you do these like eight things in the meantime, including beating the story. So I can tell you what you don't have to... Uh the game you don't have to beat the story of to enjoy the first season of What's right that? now is Exoprimal. Exoprimal, hot new release. Now Can't wait on, for the first season of that. So I don't understand why this is a game you have to pay money for. Oh, yeah? It's, so it's free on Game Pass, but if you have a okay. PC or if you have a PlayStation, it's a $60 game. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into the game, there's a training mode that shows you how to shoot the dinosaurs that are running towards you from the sky because that's what's happening in this Wait, game. Run down from there's what? there's like a there's portals that open and then uh, thousands of velociraptors start running towards you and only towards you. A hundred velociraptors. You get to put yeah. your hand up like Chris Pratt and be like, Yeah, they don't no. stop. They just they just keep running towards you. Try to stop them, but oh. so you're, you're in a team with with five other real people. Okay, and you're like moving from control point to control point, eliminating waves of either like flying dinosaurs or dinosaurs that run at you. And then sometimes there's a stronger dinosaur that comes out of uh, a control point. And then it's basically the gambit mode in Destiny. Like you're going to, at some point, uh, there's like a a moving block that you have to protect as it's moving towards Mm -hmm. the other team that you're playing against. It's not just uh, Overwatch. But there's dinosaurs and robots. No dinosaurs. This is a really beautiful game. Like, uh, okay, there's also there is a season pass. It's like nine dollars, and there are a hundred things you unlock as you. Cool. So this game is free on Game Pass, but (laughs) which sounds like the way you should be playing. No other format has a. You have to you you have to pay sixty dollars to play this on anything else. And then that's like the. Just of the game is just one. Yeah, type it's of gonna mode be you and a team of five, and you know you could be a support character, you'd be a tank character, you could be the other one. Okay, and you're, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the you're bard. unlocking like cool. The, and the the the, I mean, the things you unlock look amazing. They look really cool, but it's like I don't. This should not be a game that also has skins and. Well, the skins like, are like I said. They're I like the skins, well, but yeah, I just don't think like, it should be a sixty dollars game on top of that. Certainly not. No. That's yeah. I mean that's a that brings up a good talking point of how do we feel about optional and I'm using my finger quotes optional season passes that are ten dollars every three months on games that cost sixty dollars to get into right because Fortnite's probably made that battle pass model very popular over the past half decade of course but Fortnite's a free to play game. Right, so that's how they get their money. Is you buy the skins that are a ridiculous amount of money, or buy the battle pass. But now it seems like a lot of these Diablo Four has been getting a lot of crap with it. I didn't realize yeah. Exo Primal had this, where it's a sixty dollars game with battle yeah. and, a, and a battle pass. I don't think it's a problem if I was all in on this game. 
Like, if yeah. even Diablo, if I really love a game and mm-hmm. you're going to throw right. all this cool shit at me, yeah, I'll probably give you 10 bucks and mm-hmm. then play it for 30 or 60 or 90 days and it'll be worth it to me. But, I mean, I played a few rounds of Exoprimal. I don't think I want to play that anymore. Like, I just didn't. I mean, you, you know, Steven, you're huge on objective team-based I, shooters. Yeah, <laughs> you just, didn't like this one? You know, it's, it's Capcom and it, I, I just wanted to try it. Yeah. And it is a good reason to like, oh yeah, if you you have something that you want to play on Game Pass, well, it's brand new, so mm-hmm. you might as well just download it and try it. Because the 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 worst thing that's going to happen is you, you wasted your time downloading a ninety gig game <laughs> or sixty gig. I don't. But know, I have this blazing like fast internet now, so I could download it just to yeah. Use I'll go it. see about which dinosaurs you want to shoot. So, the, so the dinosaurs are there just mostly to be like ads. Basically, they're not really the bad guys they're just there as you're moving this objective I think they're pretty bad the yeah, news reports keep talking about the dinosaurs are coming I, I mean like you the, your point of the game is not to kill the dinosaurs they just get in the way of protecting your objective right yeah, or whatever's happening but there's also a campaign and oh, there's like a you, story to that so it's which, just like Turok no oh. it is not <laughs> no, it is definitely that sounds not. good I felt like the campaign was just the mode from the multiplayer without another Oh, and then there was there was story, and, and I was just like, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah, this is, so it's just <laughs> this like uninteresting. Just, you could press the the button to bypass all that, which I highly recommend. What I do in um, most games. <laughs> so okay, it's it, what's your recommendation? Is it worth a pickup? Is it worth a download? I, is it worth a pass? I think that there are so many amazing games on Game Pass, and that unless you. <laughs> Are looking for this very specific hole that you want filled with dinosaurs. Well, um, I, I don't know if I'd really recommend playing this, okay, but that's fair. You know, it's so early; it's only been out for like six days, right? So it's maybe it's hard to judge a live game in a week. So good. Maybe by the end of the year, we're all going to be like, "Y'all, this is remember, remember that year Exoprimal came out." Like, <laughs> y'all get on Exoprimal this weekend. Yep, yeah. that's exactly that what it'll be like. So cool. convention. <laughs> Just think, they're going to start adding, you know, Street Fighter costumes to this oh, game. Man. They're going to start adding Mega Man costumes. Can I Hadouken dinosaurs? Probably. I'm sh- that's probably a move you can unlock. You now I'm back in. Shoot a wave I- or of I would dress up like the Ghouls and Ghosts guy and throw oh, javelins yeah. at the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. How long until? Well, I guess technically, it's, again, if you have you Game Pass, it's, it's free. You can Wait, hold be on. Be a dinosaur? You Wait, didn't bring up that you could, be, you a could be a dinosaur. There, it's like you summon a giant T-Rex, and then you control it temporarily. Like in Final Fantasy? Uh, no. I don't want to do it temporary. I want a mode where I want to evolve mode. Where, I mean, like, you know, you are, the, you are the T-Rex. Yeah, they probably got style. something in the yeah. pipeline. The devs are working on a, just a T-Rex mode, I'm sure. Mm. I, the, six, six months from now, this game is free. This game is not as free to play. This is not as, and then two years from now, this game is offline. I mean, it's like <laughs> it I don't. It seems like such a waste. Well, you got to do something. Yeah, can't know? make Dino Crisis. It got money to burn. The, one, of the, one of the characters in the story mode looks exactly like the main character from Dino Crisis. She's got the red hair, yeah, and she's got the sleeveless gray slap in the face. Like we could have made it. I think it's didn't. like this is an homage <laughs> to the game people actually want. But do 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 they want? Does anyone really want Dino Crisis? If my options are this or a new Dino Crisis game, I don't know. Have can you, you played make a Dino, Dino Crisis? Crisis do, make a Dino Crisis remake, hmm. like uh, like uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil Two. Yeah, put in a new engine and make it good this time. It yeah. seems like you could replace the enemies with just anything. Brilliant. Like zombies. So let's yep. do that. Let's six <laughs> months from now, we're going to replace the dinosaurs with like boats or something. <laughs> boats? It could be anything. Well, they'll, they'll there's be demon boats, boats obviously. Oh, okay. There's demon no bad boats. ideas. <laughs> demon boats? Yeah, just like an Elden Ring. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, demon absolutely. Boats. 
Those yeah, guys were sons of bitches. You gotta fight like three of them. I know. They're you flip tough. them upside down. They're tough. <laughs> yeah. What if it's just one giant dinosaur? There is. So sometimes there is one but giant dinosaur. But there's no little dinosaurs and you have to escape the big Giant that could be a mode. Yeah, you could do that. Escape mode. What if it's like <laughs> cooperatively, like look, with your four? Okay. We're in the 70th floor of Exoprimal Tower. Okay. We're whiteboarding okay. new ideas for the game. There's no bad ideas. <laughs> I love like Exoprimal Tower sounds like a fun mode. Like you got to battle your way to the top. That's a new mode that's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> new dinosaur and wave level. based. Yeah. You know, the, the possibilities are literally endless. Can't wait. Put it on the box. Put it on the... There's no box. There is a box. We have physical copies of Gameware (laughs) on PlayStation 4. The owner of Gameware asked why I ordered it. Uh I told him I didn't order it. So we're trying to figure out how they showed up. up. I didn't order it. Distributors like... Where did it come from? We got too many of these new distributors. What? We'll say Yeah, it's the first shipment we've gotten They're taking matters into their own... Hey, hey, first it's free. You you get a little bit of Exoprimal in you, you're going to come back for more. I think there's... uh, Maybe there's an AI button we didn't (laughs) click off. Once we sign up with the new distributor... What recommendations do you also want? send you the games. And it's like, well, we didn't really want that one. I mean, maybe it's like a sample pack. Like, I get like a HelloFresh and sometimes they're like, we had extra of this cheese cheesecake why don't you check it out they're like we had way too many copies of exoprimal <laughs> you know why don't you check it out do you remember we used to get sample packs of board games we actually used to yeah and who true. was it from who was it from alliance is okay. that where we're and that's who these video games are coming wow. from. Our new distributor <laughs> is that's our it, old distributor this is it's alliance yeah, that's that. That's just a sample copy. Of yeah, they're like, Exoprimal. hey, it all comes full circle. But that this. means if you're hearing this, you should go buy Exoprimal on PS4 <laughs> because it will be out of print soon, <laughs> mm. and it'll be you could own a piece of history. Maybe it'll be worth something. Yeah, someday. you can get like that that inbox graded Fortnite copy that people mm. are just like it's fifty thousand dollars. It'll go right next to my sealed copy of Evolve. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> put them all together. Collect them all. <laughs> Collect all the games that are bad and you don't play. John Michael, speaking of Hello. collecting them all, how many travelers have you collected in Octopath Traveler 2? As of this afternoon, all eight of them. Whoa, Whoa all eight travelers. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. So this is the game that uh, three of us have played. It's on our list multiple mm-hmm. times this week. Uh, John Michael, you started it after our rousing conversation on, on sale on Steam Deck. That is true. This this podcast inspired me. It should inspire all of you out there to uh, play more games. So, um, how are you feeling about it so far? Man, you know, last week I, I shit on Final Fantasy 16 pretty hard, and um, for good reason because this game exists. <laughs> See, and, and this is how you should be making like good RPG games these days uh, because it's a lot of fun. And it's a lot of nostalgia mixed in with a lot of new mechanics. Uh, it's not a perfect game by any means, but it's certainly a game that I can just sit in bed and play on Steam Deck and just like, I don't know, feel like I'm 12 again, like mm-hmm. playing exactly. an, F, an old Final Fantasy game. So it, there's there's something very comforting about it. And like as I've stated many a time on this podcast, uh, I think I stated it well, 10 minutes ago, I usually just skip through all the dialogue in most of these games because mm-hmm. um, it's usually pretty bad. And Renee pointed out last week that the dialogue's pretty good and a lot of the characters are actually interesting. And that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually enjoy not all of these characters, but <laughs> a, a, enough to keep me interested in their stories. <laughs> that's for sure. So I'm enjoying it a lot. Who did you start with? I started with uh, Hikari. Okay. Uh, I say it like that because um, one of the fun things about this game is the voice acting is all over the place. 
yeah. because uh, what, what's the our merchant guy's name? Uh, Particio has the worst with voice his bad acting southern and, and, accent. Yeah, but he he. So when you're fighting in battle, your characters will congratulate one another on efforts that they've done. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, "Man, good job, Hikari." <laughs> It's like he does like a southern accent while also like putting a hard Japanese emphasis on hikari. Like it's it's pretty unnerving, and I whenever I he's he's gonna be taken out of my team soon because of it. It's just it's just Lucas Black and Tokyo Drift. Uh, uh, Honestly, (laughs) honestly, yes, man, that makes me dislike him more now Um, because I I like his the idea of him, right? Mm -hmm. But then he talks, and I'm like, this guy sucks. Is okay. I, I have a probably very ignorant question, but I'm curious. Uh, Renee, you might you might know. I know you. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Isn't there? There's some reason, right? Because this happens a lot in anime, where there's always some character who has like a hick accent or like a redneck accent, and there's there's like a reason for that, right? Mm-hmm. What like why or why do they use that when when translating sometimes? Because it's very specific and it happens a lot. So there are like different of course like dialects in japan just like how we have southern accents mm-hmm. and like you know midwestern and stuff um they also have like specifically osaka people like speak like in a very specific way it's not an accent it's like how they shorten words or change words around so it's like a slang or like a mm-hmm. like a, there's a regional dialect and and uh i read actually about partitio in japanese because i couldn't nail down because i i play in japanese by the right. way mm-hmm. um i couldn't nail down like how his accent or like how his way of speaking was different from everyone else's but i read that he has a hokkaido oh. uh accent which is kind of considered the sticks so they oh, were like so that's why they okay, kind of went with a redneck kind yeah, of thing yeah we'll give it a but Usually for people with Osaka accents, they also give them like a southern twang. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like weird. I don't know. I feel like they could have made Particio like, I don't know, Midwestern or something. That would have been really fun. <laughs> they could have given him something more akin to maybe like a Georgia accent or something <laughs> like that. Santa just is, oh, I'm a cowboy. Like, good job, Hikari. Like, <laughs> it, it is funny because I do really like his story, but you're, you're right. The, the voice acting is He's always so like... dumb. <laughs> he just makes him seem dumb. He's not, but it just makes him dumb. I think you'll feel like endeared towards him eventually, but yeah, yeah he... Again, I, like I said, I like him. Him. I like the story. And, you know, you kind of pointed this out last week, and I've, what I've noticed is uh, I, I think the theme of these characters is that each one of them, they're like, I guess their class they start with or their mission or whatever mm-hmm. is kind of at odds with, like, each other, right? So, again, I'm playing with Hikari, and, you know, he's a warrior who's trained to kill and all this, but he doesn't want to do that anymore, right? Mm-hmm. He, he wants to, like, live in, you know, Solitude, quietness, whatever. You know, you have uh, Throne kind of doing the same thing. Like, you know, yeah, she's trained she to kill, but she just yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. I think that's you know. You can look at each one of these characters and like whatever their like power is. They're sort of working against it. You know, Particio's yeah. like I'm a merchant, but I'm trying to give away my money, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I found that very interesting because each character kind of fits into this sort of like yin and yang situation so yeah um, i i've definitely been enjoying it I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like i've powered through to like get every character so uh now i can kind of like work on my teams and really start looking for jobs and honestly i thought chapter one was like the worst chapter for everybody 
because it, to me, it's definitely the weakest. You know, it's it's character. a lot of it's a lot of build up and a lot of intro, which makes sense. Yeah. But and you're weak and you have no abilities and it's kind of not fun. But then I've finished, I think, almost all of chapter twos, and I'm getting to chapter threes, and now I'm like really starting to like sure. hit the groove. So it, it definitely gets better over time. It's just you know, third. I'm at 35 hours in now, yeah, and it's okay. finally starting to get like. What level are you? Uh, around the same, like 30. My okay. Oswald's like 33. Everyone okay. else is like 24 to 30, depending on how much I use them. Okay. Oswald's my main. Sure, who I started sure, with. Sure. Okay. Um, so I would recommend if you have Hikari. Try to get him some mage abilities because once you have all of the weapons oh, and a, all of the magic, you don't need anything else really. That's because I did the opposite. Cause I started with Oswald, but I made him a warrior. So, yep. like, I'm missing like someone needs a dagger, and I think that's like all I need to make sure I have all my all my bases. Well, and like uh, light and dark or whatever, but like sure. all my bases yeah, are yeah. covered when it comes to breaking down enemy shields and like really just wiping them off the, the face of the map. Yeah. I mean, I like my, my team set up so far. I'm probably going to switch in Oswald here. Mm -hmm. once it's I get good him, to switch so. everybody in every once in sure, a while. Yeah. So I almost like, exposure. again, how my brain has to play it all out. I almost like plan three moves ahead where I'm like, okay, I'm going to this town, which I know is this person's level. What like chapter one, mm -hmm. but next I'm gonna go there. So I need to get them slotted in so they can go ahead and level up with me, but I'm not gonna get to them until later. So like, stress myself out sometimes trying to plan out my routes, but <laughs> I, I feel like, again, it's working this time because I don't have any of these grinding problems where I yeah. feel under leveled like I did in the first game. Um, so, and you know, I still try to explore everything and find all the little of hidden course, chats yeah. when you're running around, which spurs more random encounters. So yeah, of course keeps you busy there. No. So I actually beat the game. I was going to ask. Oh yeah. I the memory left Saturday. off. Okay. Nice. Um, I, beat the final boss and like the final I guess sequence that was before the boss um, which was incredible this game just like it does not miss like especially wow. okay. chapter three it's like the Wonder Woman ride or like full throttle it feels <laughs> like a roller coaster yeah. and it is intense all the way up until the end there's actually one more thing I need to do as well oh. but Fight that's going <laughs> to take a little bit of time and I'm not gonna I'm gonna try my best not to steer away from spoilers unless y'all say hey give me the spoilers um, but yeah wow it was such a good game so it had a beautiful like touching ending as well just Ooh. like really heartfelt and just this game does a really good job of like making every protagonist feel like they are the main protagonist mm -hmm. and that sure, they yeah. like yeah it's no it good. does agree with that so far I was going to ask, uh, you know, you finish it. Was there like some like post-game content or anything like that? Or is that what you can't reveal? That's what I can't really reveal. But there is one more thing left for me to do. So, okay. yeah. So there's something after you finish the main boss. You're not yeah. quite done yet. If you're in the mood, if you're like me and you like tiny secrets and games and like secrets. little things like that and you like a in challenge. an RPG game like this? Yeah, I, I want to find all the tiny secrets Oh my are. gosh, this game is full of tiny <laughs> secrets. It's the best. Yes, I want that. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, here's the tough question then. Since mm -hmm. you've now fi finished the second one, one or two? Two. Two? Okay. I can Easy say, like, right yeah, there. it. Be mm. There are a lot of reasons, and again, I won't put any spoilers in, but this game just took everything from the first one, and mm -hmm. they listened to the criticisms that people yeah. had, which was, you know, a lot of the characters, they don't really connect with one another. And I yeah. guess it was maybe supposed to feel that way because sure. each one was supposed to feel like a protagonist again. But in this game, they really just the narrative is amazing. So mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, it's going to be up there in my game of the year, I think, wow. because it's just so there, good. Huh? Right. It, uh, yeah. yeah. 
I played another couple chapters this weekend. Oh, like awesome. I said, slow That's rolling great. it yeah, um, yeah. in between everything else. But yeah, I played Diablo for three hours, change of pace, <laughs> do a chapter in Octopath, switch it back over. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, it's perfect. It's, it's honestly, too, if I played my Switch before I went to bed, and I didn't have problems like falling asleep and stuff like that. I would definitely play Octopath before bed. Like, yeah, I would play mm-hmm. a chapter yeah. and then fall asleep. Like if that's your thing, Octopath is your game. It's mm-hmm. so, so John Michael, would you recommend this game to people who are listening? Since yeah, we talked absolutely. about it last week, and now you're playing it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you if you're a fan of RPG games, JRPGs, you know, old school turn based uh, Super Nintendo RPGs, or you just want to check out something interesting, you yeah, know, I think it's mm-hmm. worth everyone's time, honestly. Absolutely. Put it on the box. Put it on the Worth box. Your time. <laughs> uh, let's see. Real quick, I also played. I think we talked about this technically like three episodes ago last year. Uh, Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Shredder. I, I restarted that on Switch because I finally opened my limited run games copy uh, and put it in my Switch physical edition because on the Switch you can play six players, say, six and on the PS4 you can play only four players. Where I did beat it originally, waiting six months for my limited run games to come in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that game is still great. Um, if you like old school beat-em-ups and you like Ninja Turtles. It's Ninja Turtles and you punch bad guys. Yeah, and ends. you haven't played it yet. It's an HD. You can play it up to six players. Play that game. I had um, a, lot, a lot of fun playing it drunk. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a great party game. Yeah, uh, it really is. That's why I wanted to finally open my Switch copy, because you have to unlock all the characters yes. again. yeah. And, um, yeah, I wanted to have that ready to go because I definitely want to try to play six players uh, at some yeah. point. Um, Renee, oh. Grim Grimoire, once yes. more? Once more. Again? Again. It's back, baby. Ooh. <laughs> I actually just started playing it um, like maybe four or five hours ago. Ooh, fresh. fresh. So, yeah, certified fresh. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's Grim Grimoire, uh, again, again. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite games. Um, obviously it's Vanillaware, which is yeah. just so beautiful. Um, all the art, it is all updated and looks all crisp and nice and beautiful on our big TV on PS5. Um, what do you do in this game as someone who is not familiar with it? Yes. So this game is a 2d, um, real time strategy game. Uh, So the way that they accomplish that is the setting is also like a magic academy. So you're like a witch that just joined the magic academy. You're like bright eyed and bushy tailed and just ready to, you know, learn magic. Um, So the way that um, the RTS works is that it's almost like if a building was like perfectly cut in half and you could just see all the layers of floors and like all the stairs that lead upwards. That's exactly how it's like set up. It's like different layers. Um, Okay. So you move your little characters like clicking just like an RTS. But um, so this game has four schools of magic and for each school of magic, there are three. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, (laughs) Slytherin. Um, For each school of magic, there are three grimoires. So three books like with different um, little critters and things that you can summon from them um, to defend your base sort of. You kind of like build your base based on these like um i guess like glyphs or something that you put down in the ground Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's like the glamour which is like fairies and uh like 
I don't know, wildlife kind of like thing. They're unicorns and like little Surely. elves. Very Lisa Frank. Um, yes, it is very Lisa <laughs> Frank. Um, there's necromancy, which is obviously ghosts. Oh, that's what Stephen plays. Um, <laughs> there's sorcery, which is like fiery demons. They're really cool. Also Classic. a giant dragon, which is Ooh. really neat to like summon this giant dragon, just have it like crawl across the stage and like wreck people. <laughs> And then there's also alchemy, which is the one I'm the worst at, but I think it's the one that has the most potential because it has like very weird units um, that like work very differently. And I've, I've never really gotten good with alchemy, but this time I, I really want to try hard and like <laughs> do well with alchemy. But all the characters are also like super cute. All of the professors at this magic academy are like very unique characters. Like um, the alchemy professor, Dr. Chartreuse, he cool, actually man. has, like, um, because he's obsessed with alchemy, right? So he has, like, changed his body to be a giant lion man. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, like Beast from the X-Men. <laughs> um, the, like, Professor Gamaldor, they rip off of, <laughs> yeah, like, straight up. Straight up, they're ripping off of Harry Potter. Um, but it's more, it's like Harry Potter book three with, I don't know, like, meets... Like super lesbian, lesbians. Yeah, it's super like super lesbian. gay. It's yeah. super gay. It's great. Good. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. What did it originally come out on? PS2. PS2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, I. This looks like a vanillaware game. <laughs> Pulled up <laughs> yeah. the screenshots, and it definitely looks like one of those. So, can you use the <clears throat> the trackpad? On the controller. Oh, you know, I haven't tried that. I need to though, because I bet that would be really helpful. Oh, yeah, interesting. Because you're yeah. literally moving a cursor. Oh, on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was it? It was originally a PS2 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the mm-hmm. cursor, interesting. I guess it's an RTS. You kind of have to like click around and point. Yeah, yeah. Wii or Switch, point at the screen. Oh, yeah, oh, would have been really good on used, Wii. Yeah. And they were they put a ton of games on the Wii, right? Or one? Yuramasa was one of their big releases, and it yeah, was on the Wii slowly. initially. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Nice. Okay. But yeah, it's so cute. I really recommend it, and ugh, the story's really great. So. Nice, nice. Uh, John Michael. Hello. Return to Monkey Island. Yeah, what? man. Interesting. Yeah. I returned right on back there. Um, <laughs> so yesterday I wasn't. I was, I was not having a great day. I wasn't feeling very well. Uh, so I, I just needed something to like sit in a dark room and not be bored. Also, so I decided to play a comforting game. Um, and a monkey island is always going to be comforting to me, so I started and beat Return to Monkey Island all day yesterday. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, it's, it's a monkey island game. It's not super long, so it's a point-and-click adventure. Uh, Ron Gilbert is back, baby, so he, um, you know, uh, found his way. I think Devolver Digital actually helped him publish this one. This is a new so, game. This yes, isn't this like is a remake of... Correct. So Return to Monkey Island is a game that actually came out last year. I think last like fall. Um, so we haven't seen a, a real Monkey Island game since I think 4 was the last one. And that was in like 2003, I want to say. Is that on uh, PS2? There was a PS2 Monkey Island I think there was game. a PS2 one, but I think that was... I think that was for, I mean, it was also a PC. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen that for a while. Um, you know, and then obviously there's no longer any, like, uh, well, Ron Gilbert is no longer associated with, like, Lucas Games or anything like that. So uh, this sort of came out of 
nowhere and out of, uh, I guess, a bag of wishes that this would one day be a real thing that existed. And then it was. So, um, yeah, and we have the like a lot of the original voice actors from this cast. Uh, and it's, I don't know, if you love a point-and-click adventure game, this really goes back to the heart of those with, you know, some modern updates for accessibility purposes. But So this is like a new, different game. This isn't like... A, Correct. A remake is, or no, a remap. This, this is, is a like new a, Monkey Island game. Yeah, we didn't reskin oh. anything. This is from the ground up. It also even has a new art style, which, you know, love it or hate it, that's one thing. It's a different art style. The internet was uh, more one way or the other uh, last year. On that, uh, I remember. Next year, there'll be a different direction. So. <laughs> um, that's interesting. This whole time, I thought it was just like a, a port nope. or a remake. Return to Monkey Island is a brand new game in the Monkey Island series. Okay, uh, and it is fun. It's good. Uh, it's got good puzzles. It feels like a traditional, like you know, like you're playing like Monkey Island two or three or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I recommend it if you love a Monkey Island. So, how did it feel playing like a point and click adventure game from 2022? Because I remember playing like uh, fuck, what was it when you're the Grim Reaper? A Grim Fandango. Grim Fandango. Playing the port of that years back. Sure. Like that felt very dated because yeah. point and click adventure games are were dated you know that did, did it did they capture that here did they intentionally make it feel dated did they try to modernize it here no it, they, again there there's some definitely modern updates so there are more like um these kind of like faint circle outlines of areas that you can interact with you mm-hmm. can turn that off if you like but obviously it helps when you're not like literally clicking every pixel on the screen. Sure, yeah. Um, so you Did you get the of... season pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Where the dinosaurs unlocks. keep coming in? Yeah, yeah. It's, they won't stop, and I don't actually, know what that's a, from. a season pass for a point-and-click adventure game would actually be really funny. I would love that, actually. Because, I mean, that, I think anyone really... Back in the 90s, you, you either played a point-and-click adventure game because there was maybe the chance that you would see a boob or it was really funny because <laughs> so there was like, there was, there was really funny games and then there was really serious point and click adventure games. It was one of the I played other. them all to be perfectly honest. The serious ones. I was more into ones. the funnier ones. I mean, I love the funnier ones. The serious ones were good too. Uh, my dad was really into the serious ones. So by extension, police quest, police like, quest, what did he yeah, play? Well, I mean, we, like later on, it was things like, uh, the lighthouse yeah. or, uh, what was it? Uh, I've never played that. I recommend it. Uh, there, so, just apropos of nothing, the lighthouse um, has a very scarring moment in this for me. Like, Joe Michael has, like, trauma growing up. Like, there is, like, uh, it's like a weird uh, FMV-type sequence um, where there is a girl who is in this, like, weird wheelchair thing who has no legs, comes out, and she has the scariest... 1999 robot voice in the world. <laughs> it scarred me to my core. So I recommend The Lighthouse just so you can experience this scary little so th- girl. In the it. same thing happened to me like eight years earlier with The Seventh Guest. And it yeah, was that's also like a another, terrifying game. Yes, like I was FMV, also way too young to play that. Right? Yeah. I got scarred on FMV games. I think you can play that on a phone now. I'm, seventh Guest is just, you could download it. I'm pretty sure. It's probably like, you know, also has a season pass. Yep. Yep, there's yeah, 100 get, ghosts. You get you the eight guests. Yeah. Yeah. That game's not good. It's not, it's yeah. a bad game. Yeah. A lot of these games from that era aren't But it was great. it was like new it was new media. But yeah, know, I, since, I wanted to play each and every one cuz I wanted to figure out each and every puzzle. So um, I don't think I ever figured out any of the seventh guest puzzles. I bought no, a book. No, 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 not Walmart. that one specifically, but you know, uh, like a Monkey Island per yeah. se or um, yeah, like a King's Quest. Yeah, I love a point and click. 
I have memories it playing is... Police Quest in, like at school. Police Quest was like, so hard I would, for me. I installed <laughs> it on the computers in my um, my technical drafting class in high school. Nice. And I would just play Police Quest instead of it's working good. on <laughs> As you should. stuff. John Michael, did you ever play Pepper's Adventure in Time? I don't think I played that one. It's a Sierra game, is yeah. it? I think it is Sierra, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Is That's that the, one from my like childhood. It's yeah, really is that, that a la like, uh, Pajama Sam kind of? Um, I've never played Pajama Sam. Well, In fact, Peppers mean, like, was like my Fox. first point and click. Spy so Fox, sure. Pajama Sam is like aimed at really young people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but like okay, it's, okay. it would be, I was just Kind of like Putt-Putt. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah, which yes. I love Putt-Putt. Yes. Okay, I'll fuck up some Putt-Putt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. Um, this couldn't anyone really enjoy Pepper's Adventure in Time, or was that aimed at really younger kids too? I mean, it came out in '93. No, there, it had humor that was like above Liz and I. So yeah. I bet going back and playing it, which I need to. You, you got it on, it on the computer. It says you can play it in browser. I'll on yeah. play it tonight. Let you know. Yeah, check it out. It's yeah. Yeah, it's I, cute. I I know of the game. It just never. It's just made a it little girl that like deck, goes yeah. back and like. History to I don't know That's Revolutionary War era. My, that, I played another one like that it was Museum Madness. Um, yeah, it was you go into a museum and you got to solve like history puzzles. So Day of the Tentacle yeah. also, which I think came out maybe a year later or the same year, also, also is like time travel time travel puzzles going it is? back. In is that time. the same oh, yeah. developer? No, 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 that was Lucas oh, okay. Arts. Yeah, oh, games. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you so, literally go like find presidents. And you, uh, do you bring them back to the present? Uh, there's no, like, you, you, you gotta, go to George Washington and he's cutting down a cherry tree. Benjamin Franklin bit in there. Benjamin Franklin's also in Peppers. That's, he's, uh, he's he was so hot then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's pulling in all the royalties. So, right now. <laughs> so yeah, we love a point and click. Yeah. He, is nice. the, he is the best president. That's right here. That's why he's on the 100. <laughs> and that's going to take us to news. No, 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 no. A lot of Xbox news this finally. week. Well, That's what they've been asking for for years. We finally made it to the news. Uh, after a long court battle, a verdict has been reached in Microsoft versus the FTC when it comes to them buying Activision Blizzard. And the court has ruled in favor of Microsoft. Wow. So the sale can go through. Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley says Microsoft's acquisition of Activision has been described as the largest in tech history. It deserves scrutiny. That scrutiny has paid off. Microsoft has committed in writing, in public, and in court to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for 10 years on parity with Xbox. It made an agreement with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty to Switch, and it entered several agreements uh, to for the first time bring Microsoft, uh, I'm sorry, bring Activision's content to several cloud gaming services. This court has responsibility in this case. Uh, the court, wow, I'm sorry, y'all. This court's responsibility in this case is narrow. It is to decide if, notwithstanding these certain circumstances, the merger should be halted, perhaps even terminated, pending resolution of the FTC administrative administrative action. So. She is saying that they Microsoft has provided everything to show that even if they buy my, uh, Activision Blizzard, they're still going to play nice with everyone else. They won't and be monopolizing the, the station, if you will. So that's it. Microsoft yeah. had his day. How do we feel this impacts, you know, the, wor- the world of gaming at large? Uh, you know, 
I is this big? Absolutely. Does mm-hmm. it really, you know, make my lights flash and, you know, everything's like uh, uh honestly I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I, it doesn't affect me. It feels like <laughs> it's interesting because it seems like in the past however many years Microsoft and Activision have had very differing policies when it comes to re- making or releasing games. Sure. Where Xbox I don't know if they're games. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make games. They're trying to empower their developers, but I don't know. Nothing really has come from it. Whereas Activision likes to grind out the same fucking thing every year until you drive it into the ground Mm -hmm. and they make money doing it. And they make money doing it. So, I mean, are we going to see less of the same stuff coming out now that Microsoft be handling? They want to give the power back to the devs. Microsoft also likes to make money. Are they just going to, you know, keep them to the grindstone and we'll have Diablo five, six, seven and eight in the next hour long. Uh, it's hard to tell and I don't know Microsoft keeps collecting Infinity Stones soon Game Pass will have <laughs> yeah they still haven't like made a good first party game so mm-hmm. a lot of good it does I guess <laughs> when you, you can put all these developers together and you can keep collecting these assets and I'm sure it's working for them from a financial sense but like honestly you're still not putting out any good Xbox games so it, is that like no longer your play is the play to just like put game pass on everything and call it a day like what's what what is xbox going for at this point it definitely seems like they're going for that like systems as a service you know uh uh, business model no one's buying their systems yeah so i mean if you're x if if no one's buying an xbox you just put xbox on everything else and get people paying how much is game pass now steven how much you paying for game pass 17 dollars a month get people paying 17 dollars a month they don't check their credit card to cancel it ever and you're just raking in the dough eventually. So yeah. they really keep trying to lay this groundwork. The problem is it's been so long and they haven't really put out games. Like no. I guess Microsoft has enough money to let Phil Spencer keep wearing different color I mean different, you know, branded t shirts on stage and buying up fucking <laughs> companies. But I don't know, eventually they own them all and then it's and, it's and all, you know, yeah. Like what happens in ten years? What is ten years? The year twenty <laughs> 33 minute 2034 when call of duty is not on playstation 6 what are we going to do you know the only thing i care about maybe is (laughs) the activision blizzard thing when they canned vicarious visions and then they said that they had planned to make that tony hawk remake oh three and four three and four and they're like but after this we got rid of that honestly probably didn't make make enough money for the worst thing that has happened in any of these mergers (laughs) The thing I hate the most. Maybe Microsoft will bring back Tony Hawk. Honestly, okay. If you put it on, if you make that, I will buy an Xbox. How about <laughs> I think that? The, the biggest challenge when you look at Activision's back catalog, and Renee and I were talking about this yesterday, I think, is that so much of what was popular in games in the '90s, which isn't really accessible anymore, it's like licensed content. Yeah. Like, how do you negotiate? Uh, Tony Hawk 3 and 4 remake mm-hmm. and then you, is it even worth it because you're like having to pay the people that's probably why it mm-hmm. exactly I know yeah sure yeah. so you, you look at Activision as a whole like so much of their their back catalog it's mm-hmm. not really on the table it's they want it because they want Blizzard they want it yeah. because they want Call of Duty and most importantly they want Candy Crush right oh yeah because it's technically want, Activision Blizzard King Really? Which I mean, this it just bleeds money, right? It's yeah. just like pouring into the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, the, how how that game even now makes <laughs> so much money 
I mean, I figured all the, you know, all the 55 year old, 60 year old moms that play Candy Crush would have like finished every level by now. Nope. But they will pay $2 <laughs> to not be bored when they run it alive. huge. Lives. But I am more interested in the back catalog. I'm interested yeah. in the history of Activision. I don't really play Call of Duty. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't play, I, I played Blizzard games to a point. Um, yeah. But I'm more interested in, in seeing, is it even possible to get, because Activision's been an integral part of this industry, you know, since the Atari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you look at any Atari collection, even the one that came out last year, Atari 50, there's, there's not a single Activision game on that. Right, because I guess it can't. Well, it, not because it can't, because it just didn't happen. The part, like there was no uh, right. Oh yeah, because Activision was like, well, we're not, we're not going to put Pitfall in your act in your Atari collection. Yeah, because we can own that. We so, can put it in our like, own collection. How does if this if this merger goes forward, how does Microsoft steward that? Mm-hmm. Because obviously they do have an interest in. You look at Game Pass. Look at what they've done with Rare. Look at what they've done with some of the other companies they've acquired. Microsoft does have an interest in getting that legacy content in front of people. That's a great point. Is it even worth it for them? Probably not. There, that doesn't move the dial on a Game Pass subscription, in, in my mind. I don't think that... That's not going to convince... I, I think at this point, you're right. If it was earlier in Game Pass's life, and this was an easy, like, here's 30% more games in Game Pass, because now we own Activision yeah, but it's, Blizzard. It's all but, Quake 2 and, like, well, yeah. mods no one cares about. But <laughs> I care about that. I do want that. But that's... But everyone well, here wants that. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, now Game Pass is almost... In every household, right? And mo- a lot it? of these, I, I it's, like it's. I don't not. think. I, feel I think like it's, it's waning. like in, in hardly any households. I think the potential for it to be there is so great. I think you're seeing it, it kind of stall, right? You're you, you. Microsoft doesn't put out numbers anymore. They don't. The, they don't tell you how many well, Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Because they they, <laughs> they tell you how many hours people played the new Forza. It's like Netflix. Like we're not going to tell you how many people are watching it, it, but we're going to tell you they watched seven, eight billion minutes yeah, of fucking million matches in Halo mean? Infinite. Yeah. When yeah, it doesn't you, mean shit. Sony is like, yeah, we sold twenty million copies of Spider Man in three days. Right. Because you know? obviously yeah, they can't compete do. with those numbers. If but it their comes numbers down to, were better, they would say. Well, and then if you ask Phil Spencer, it's like, well, it's apples and oranges because their business strategy is to sell units, and our business strategy is to have people. Your business strategy Xbox should be to everywhere. make money. Are you making money? Well, like, it, it must be, or they're like every Silicon Valley venture that goes up any app, you have to lose ten million dollars before you can actually get a big enough user base to shoot up, like, right or now. lose a trillion. Yeah. <laughs> Over the twenty-year history of Xbox, I mean, I'm not saying they lost that much money. I'm no, saying, has it ever been profitable for Microsoft? I don't know. I, well, that's that's, what that's my thing. Is like, how what what's Phil what's his clock look like? Like, how much longer can he keep buying up studios I mean, and not putting out games? He could retire today. Well, right? I know that. Yeah, but, but like, when does the board decide that he retires today? Mm-hmm. Like, because he's been. I mean, it's been like this for almost a decade, right? He's like, he's worked for Microsoft for over twenty years. Right, but been in this position of sure, kind of yeah. Taking it from uh, like what? what's the guy who was uh, before him, who Don, whoever Don Matrick, yeah, who was like, well, we got to think. He was called Xbox 360. Don Matrick was in that position for what, like six days, and he like, <laughs> it felt it didn't feel like very long. No, I know, yeah. but he did enough damage. I feel like to Xbox's brand and reputation with that mm-hmm. Xbox One reveal thing. Yeah, um, TV, yeah. TV, the TV, TV, sports. Was not- the men, yeah, it was. Not it, it was their PS3. They were riding high from the 360, and they fucking crashed and burned, just like Ridge Racer and 599 US dollars. That was their 599 US dollars moment, and they've taken a very different approach to trying to rebuild from that, and it's still happening. And they're how much patience it, does yeah, like, Microsoft's board have to like, okay, well, here's another bill, seven billion dollars to go buy EA or something, you know? Well, you know, and if these acquisitions do keep happening, does it even matter? 
You right. Know, well, no, because eventually yeah, games will yeah, start coming out. Like and gonna, but could can Microsoft buy another big company after going through this whole FTC no, court ruling? Like, <laughs> I think you, you, you're done at this point, buddy. <laughs> but we're on the precipice of like all of this paying off because how many people in like a matter of weeks are going to be playing Starfield? Which a lot. is a yeah, direct day, result day, day of an and acquisition. Date, and day and date on Game Pass, yeah. which is their whole thing. Like, that's what they want. They want you keeping Game Pass forever. So if, if Game Pass subs have stalled, but it, if a big game like that comes out and it's like we move the dial 20%, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like dropping a, that's a new massive. season of Stranger Things. Like, this is right. what they, this is your new season of that to get people back to resub. To well, there's also another easy way to boost membership numbers. And that's to force membership from converting one program and merging it into another (laughs) Another program. Uh, Because starting in September, September 14th, Xbox Live is dead. That's weird. That's when it's dead. The Xbox Live brand is dead. So, 2003? Three. Okay, yeah. To 2023. 20 years. 20 years of Xbox Live. It is dead because on September 14th, if you have an Xbox Live Gold subscription, you will automatically now have an Xbox Game Pass core membership. Core membership. I wonder, so, oh, it's it was the, 2002, by the way. We were I think that's what I already have. So it is the, the same price as Xbox Live Gold. It's like 10 bucks a month or $60 for the year, and it gets you where you can play games online. And oh, I know I could. I had that option. Immediate access to a new library of over twenty-five high-quality games. Over twenty-five. But over. They haven't said what games. But there are over twenty-five of them. And wait, do you want some examples? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Killer Instinct. Uh, That's a great game. <laughs> no. Among Us. People, everyone loves that. The kids love it. Uh, Descenders. Is that, uh, Dishonored Two. Doom Eternal. Fable Anniversary. Not one, but two Fallout games. Fallout. Fallout Four and 76. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Grounded, Halo 5, Halo Wars 2, Hellblade, uh, Human Fall Flat, Inside, or in the Will of the Wisps, Psychonauts 2, State of Decay 2, and Elder Scrolls Online are some of the 25 games. That will games. be available games. at launch on September 14th for your brand new Xbox Game Pass Core membership. Formerly Gold. Formerly Xbox Live Gold. Here What's your favorite go. Xbox Live Gold membership? I mean, memory. Uh, uh, when, I, when I 4X, no scope, 360, <laughs> that person in COD. Yeah, that was... That hey, here's guy. a fun game to play real quick. One of the games on the list, The Descenders, um, mm-hmm. What does everyone think that game is about? Just from the name. Uh, you descend into the earth. Okay, right. so it's like a space game? No, uh, it's like Spelunky. Okay. But like horror. You're Spelunking. Okay. But horror. Like, like The Descent. Like Descent. Mm. 2006. Is it like the Disney Descendants? Okay, so it's like a, it's like a dating or like a family? No, Go no, no. You're the a bad Disney guys. Descendants is like you're the, the, the kids. villain's kids? Yeah. That, so it's Descenders. The, the Descenders. Okay. And you're you're the you're saying you're the Disney's kid. Yep, you're the Disney kids. kids. You're um, hitting uh, the open road, <laughs> Adventure Time. Just going for a, your what's... band called the Descenders. Ooh. Okay, um, you go on tour, and uh, uh-huh. it's a roguelike. <laughs> okay, uh, where you have to learn each instrument, um, and the better you get at the instrument, the better you do at each concert. 
Okay. I just made that up. It's, I, I want to play that game. You're all really close. <laughs> it's mountain biking. Oh. Uh-huh. You're riding bikes down the mountain. Uh-huh. Renee was the closest because she, she said hit the open road. Uh-huh. You were also pretty close because you said road trip or yeah, something. Tour. Yeah, on tour. So all, uh, if you still download games with Games with Gold, that's going to end on September 1st. Yeah, but you keep your, your But you do games. get to keep all of your games if you've already downloaded them oh, as a part of that program. Um, so, yeah. No more Xbox Live. Bye, Gold. RMP and Peace. Rip. As we talked about with the uh, Microsoft versus is the FTC court uh, case, they uh, Microsoft and Sony did sign a deal to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation consoles for the next 10 years. Good guy, Microsoft. Uh, also, some new characters from The Boys are coming to Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 slash Warzone. Which characters, which boys are coming? Oh, which boys? Let me tell you. Mr. Yeah, boy himself, Homelander. Homelander. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, He's a bad boy. <laughs> Black Noir and Starlight. Oh, okay. They're all the coming to three. Call of Duty and, you know, so does shoot things with guns. Microsoft exec walking through Activision's campus <laughs> see this headline of the boys in Call of Duty and... He looks to Phil Spencer and he's like, "We own, we own this, this now. We own the <laughs> boys." Yeah, I know no. Fortnite's been killing it with its with its partnerships and, and licensing deals. And a lot of these, of a lot of these skins, but I don't know. That's a cartoony, silly game. It's it's always weird having or seeing this announcement with, with like Attack on Titan coming to Call of Duty. Like they, the boys they've been doing this for years. Right? I know, but like, it still just seems like a lot of like cognitive distance between Call of Duties right. for like serious shooty gamers well, and have- here's. You know, Superman ripoff shooting a gun. Pretty sure they just announced a Dragon Ball PUBG mashup. <laughs> okay, I take it all back. So uh, today, if you're listening to this when we release this episode, it's Jul- what did I say? It's July 18th. No so Starlight came out last week. <laughs> Homelander also is already out, and Black Noir will come out on July 20th. So sign me up, baby. You can play all of, of those, your favorite boys <laughs> characters in Call of Duty. More news coming out of Xbox. Um, again, 20 years. 20 years is like a, a theme of this episode because Xbox's it. own Larry Major Nelson Herb is stepping away from his uh, position. He's done. Uh, with Xbox, yeah, after 20 years. I think Activision hired him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, you think this, I, I haven't. Uh, he, he, he was, if you don't know who Major Nelson was, he was, you know, all over. He was like an influencer before that was even like a real yeah, thing. He, he, was he was pretty much guy. straight from Microsoft, like giving you all the news and everything. He was their director of programming for Xbox Live. So I guess, I don't know if this coincides with them eliminating Xbox Live and merging the Game Pass. a little bit. Or I, it could even be, I mean, Microsoft like laid off a bunch of people earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the world we work in, people we know got laid off from Microsoft. They made cuts like 10 or 20K across the board. Yep. So I don't know if... Major Nelson, one of those people, or he can't afford to pay his. Uh, it's too expensive. Too, he's he's got to go. Twitter fee costs. Too much. Uh, so we can give, give some twenty-two-year-old kid a lot yeah. less money than Major Nelson to chat about how great Xbox is on Twitter. Yeah, they have to call the hotline to get those tips that he's passing out. So, but I mean, yeah, he was a, he's a major role in in that pre-influencer era of the internet. I met him. I met him at a couple of E3s. He's always a pleasure to chat with. Like he was well, great at you know his job. I thought and, he was and a jerk to when I met him. <laughs> Should have started wearing low cut oh, tops and show up on Twitch That's if you right. wanted to keep that influencer status. He did say that you know I mean it doesn't sound like he's 
leaving the industry. It sounds like mm. he's going to work for someone else. G4. Just, yeah. <laughs> G4 is coming back for a third time, second time. It's going to be him and Morgan Webb. <laughs> PlayStation like scoops him up. Man, what if, what if, oh, what if he did show up? PlayStation. <laughs> ah, Takes yeah. his jacket off and it's got <laughs> Sony's logo. <laughs> <laughs> NWO logo. Yeah. Turned heel. Uh, more old games are coming back, Steven. I love them. Limited Run Games announced some physical releases and some remasters yeah, of yeah. games from yesteryear. The, the theme for their annual um, naughty three type thing stream uh, mm-hmm. was 1995 was the theme. <laughs> That's a good year. Yeah. Well, apparently they think so. I do. I think so too. Um, okay, I was trying well, to pass it to you, but if you... Well, I, I, what came out in 1995, Adam, <laughs> that they would want to recreate in this day and age? Daytona. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they announced, um, what, Shantae? They're bringing Shantae back. So what's form. interesting and, about that is it's a canceled game. It's a mm-hmm, game that never mm-hmm. got finished, because when Shantae came out on Game Boy Color, it didn't sell very well. Right. And when you're a small developer putting out a handheld game, and you're working on the sequel, and the first game doesn't sell very well, you don't get to make the next game. Mm-hmm. So they're actually gonna. It's in development. So they're gonna finalize gonna this, this game old game and, and put it out on that format. So <laughs> it's game gonna Boy be Advance. a physical no. Game Boy Advance cartridge. I wow. Love that. Yeah. yeah I, and it, you know you can get it digitally. I'm sure, or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it'll <laughs> just be on a Game Boy Advance cartridge. Uh, also. Uh, Castlevania Advance Collection. So that's been out digitally for over a year, mm-hmm. uh, but they did put out a couple of other Castlevania collections, and this has been rumored for quite some time. So it was just confirmed uh, okay. last week. This uh, week, Tomba. Yeah, I mean that's a two D, two point five D platformer yeah. Yeah. that was on PlayStation One, and it mm-hmm. got a sequel on PlayStation just One. Just Tomba, not Tomba Two. Just Tomba. That's uh, it. They don't want to hurt them. the market on Tomba 2. Obviously, yeah. Tomba 2. That, it's worth a lot of money, right? <laughs> well, we have somehow two copies of Tomba 1. Like, how'd that happen? <sighs> but no, that, that, that Tomba two. equals Tomba 2, though. Yeah, oh. just smash them together. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're like a pig uh, guy, or no, you no, fight you're like pig a, guys. You're a caveman. You're a caveman guy. Tomba's great. Like, that game's really good. Every time I see Tomba, I think it's Joe and Mac, and then it's not Joe and Mac. It's, because it's, it's Tomba. like anime Joe and Mac. <laughs> it's better than Joe and Mac. It is better than Joe and Mac. And then the most exciting announcement out of all of those... Glover. The Gex Trilogy. That's not how you say the plumbers don't wear ties. That's the most exciting <laughs> announcement out of all of this. But we can talk about Gex. <laughs> I think that the Gex uh, was teased with Dana Gould maybe reprising the voice. Or I guess it's mm-hmm. just going to be the, the yes. original games yeah. just playable on a new... Mm-hmm. Nobody likes Gex. This is, I can't wait to buy it. But no, nobody played Gex back <laughs> no, then. No, I have I, I have all those games. All you my have stuff. Gex. I played, we should go play it right I now. Have That's all a, of the. I, well, I don't, well, I think my buddy had the first one, but I definitely have two and three. Gex was always a game that I would just get from Blockbuster. <laughs> I never just. I would never own it. I, would I think I originally it rented house. it, and then yeah. I was like, I have to own this because he jumps into the TV screen. I think the first time I saw Gex, it was like a 3DO exclusive at the time, and oh I was like, God. I can't afford this. So <laughs> by the time. Gex came out on other formats and it just left my zeitgeist, yeah, my personal thought space. Mm-hmm. But I do remember it like this is a $700 console and you're going to play Gex on it, I guess. It's, it's <laughs> a play. Yeah, it, it is a game on it. And, and then speaking of a $700 console, plumbers don't wear ties. That's a game That's that was announced uh, at, at this limited run. It's like a, it's basically like 
softcore porn FMV oh. point and click adventure game. I love a point and click. It's so it's it's like so leisure shoot Lear. You could have watched it's this an whole... adult oriented romantic comedy visual novel slash dating sim. Yep. I, I think originally this game was not full motion video. It was like still <laughs> images. Oh so, wow. but there was, they did record video. I don't know if they're going to, maybe they'll do a documentary I'm, along with this. I mean, honestly, that sounds fascinating. This yeah. lady is in her naughty bits. Oh my goodness. She's uh, negligee. Not for children. <laughs> Glad this is an audio format. Yes. More announcements from Living and Run Games. Also, Steven, that sound right mm. up your alley. Mm. Oh, that's right. They announced uh, some sound soundtracks. For every Ninja Turtles game, like ever, basically, mm-hmm. one a month. It's one a month for the next four years. Advent calendar, well, it's like of... a shave club for men. <laughs> yeah, where you can get a <laughs> one a month, a cassette, you get, you a CD, get a or a vinyl or a record vinyl. of yeah, once a month every Ninja Turtles game soundtrack ever. So, Steven. Yep. What? How many uh, and which of these are you, are you getting? getting the maybe CDs? just the one. I'm no, too. I'm getting. The, I already ordered the first one, which is the vinyl of the first game. Mm-hmm. Probably just the games I played. Yeah, like I didn't really play the third Game Boy Ninja Turtles game. Although I sure. hear it's that was very, the, that was the it's best good. one. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah, it's very good. But I'm, I don't really know the music unless yeah. it slaps, and then I might <laughs> you know, just you're have never to get more. It I don't know. Does. It might slap. He looks at Renee <laughs> as he says, news. "It does." Are you just getting the vinyl? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't need CDs and cassettes. I don't. You I don't really put in your a, tape deck and I don't have walking around deck. blasting with. That'd be cool. Get, walk be cool down, yeah. get the mailbox. Cool. This past weekend, it was vinyl weekend at Barnes and Noble. Turntables were twenty five percent off. Nobody told Whoa. me about that. Records are ten percent. Were ten percent off. What? ten uh, percent off a record at Barnes and Noble is just the price. <laughs> the record <laughs> anywhere else. Really. <laughs> Only hundred. Really good selection right now. Yeah. Interesting. I need some. I need some recommendations on turntables because I. Again, How much are you want to spend? Like. I don't know. I don't know what turntables are. Good friend, Beck. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I that, could, that I is could, one that you could get for that. I could price. send you a, a very good recommendation for a two hundred dollar turntable. Okay, that's about probably where I want to be because I think I don't remember talked about it. I guess it wasn't on this show because it's just been last week. I have all of these vinyl records from all these collectors' editions things I buy, and I have no turntable, and they just sit there. Gotta and I just want to buy the shiny Anamanaguchi uh, record we have at Gameware. Yep. I don't know if it's still there. We, we got one of them. There's Perfect. One. We got one of them. Um, so I've been wanting to get, looking into get a turn. Well, I also don't even where to put it in this house. You, what you do is you put like a, you put a, <laughs> a interest table right here. there. <laughs> it's just yeah. right there. Because um, I just really lean more into the hipster motif that I've really been, of you course. know. Then you need to get these. an espresso machine. Mm, but then I have to drink coffee. <laughs> and it's terrible. Yeah, you don't, never, yet you don't. <laughs> You'll get there. Oh, I, no, I was just saying I have one. i got to yeah. set mine up. Right? got one. It's so good. When would you get one? Pretty recently. That's great. Yeah. Could have changed your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mm. I came into y'all's house. I was like, i got to get an espresso yeah. machine. It's changed our life. <laughs> yeah. i got like a starter one. Got to work my way up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're researching like add-ons you can get for these machines. Oh, DLC. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> season pass you get for the season it? Pass yeah. <laughs> what is the thing you, you, you squeeze into a like a fire to make? A bellows. Like, yeah. So there's, they make bellows for... Uh, yeah. Whoa! For our our espresso machine, they do a bellows, yeah, like, for the bean part. <laughs> to stoke on the, the top. fire in yeah. it, like. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about this more on the espresso. Yeah, just podcast. a little yeah. coffee podcast. talk. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, some more Ninja Turtles news OMG. dropped this week. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, more characters are coming to 
Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge DLC. So it's it's. Exo Primal we- guys. Yeah, a few weeks ago they um it, <laughs> they showed uh they sh- they showed when they originally announced this um video of the 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 rabbit. You're gonna have to. My brain's not Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah, yeah, that's so he was at the time when this originally this trailer not related to limited run. This this got announced a while ago. Right. This extra content. And it said new playable characters. Well, the only playable character they showed in the original trailer was Yusagi Yojimbo. Um, but now we know that you're going to be able to kind of like temporarily morph into the the villains. Like you mm-hmm. could be Shredder for a Shredder, hot Bebop, Rocksteady. Yeah, maybe Scumbag and uh, <laughs> Metalhead, Dirt Dirtbag, and what's his name? Anyway, yeah, probably yeah. right. Krang. Who knows? Yeah. It looks like these boss mutations are going to be part of a uh, like challenge room mm, kind of mode okay. where waves of enemies will come and Velociraptors. Oh, yeah. The portal of Velociraptors. Opens Let's up. see. Uh, in a new post on PlayStation's blog, oh. say the DLC will actually serve as a survival mode, offering quote 100 unique combat challenges, including a plethora of different enemy waves. Each of them adapted for single or multiple players. Uh, new foot soldier variants will appear, and players will have to deal with, quote, extreme conditions. Oh, no. It's going to get really hot in your house. So it doesn't sound like there are any new stages or anything, but... Uh, extreme conditions. Like these battle rooms in extreme conditions. Uh, no date yet for this DLC, just later Whatever. this year. They're just spitballing ideas right now. They're like, <laughs> we should probably make all that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? And that's all the news. That's a lot of news, though. That we have news week. for this week. Are uh, you ready to take a trip back in time? Uh, as always. Uh, for this week's Retro Rewind, we're going to celebrate a game that came out, guess what? 20 years Whoa. ago. Dang. We're old. Because uh, I played this like when it came out. Of course. Originally out on your Xbox. Star the Wars Xbox. Knights of the Old Republic released in 2003. For the first time in July, came out later on PC. Is I, did did y'all play this? Uh, my roommate in college played it mm-hmm. a lot. I didn't. This was my I first never like played it. venture into Bioware this is, RPGs. This is some Bioware right here, and that's yeah. I later learned some Bio ass Bioware ass Bioware game. It's very <laughs> Bioware. Um, to the point where I didn't even get one of the characters in my party yep. by the end of the game because I fucked something up and <gasps> I never got access to her. Yep, and I was like really bummed when I learned that, but also like, wait, you could that can happen? Yeah, you could do that in a game. Yeah, so Knights of the Old Republic, I think, is one of those where it's uh, a lot of foray into, you know, for me at least, I didn't know about Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, but I played mm-hmm. this, and then you start seeing as you get older, like, oh wait, this is just Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like, but yeah. in Star Wars land. Um, so it, it literally like will show you like your role percentages, things like that. Uh, just like what are your odds of doing this? So you can see, you can even like have it. I, I don't know if this is back on the Xbox. I re-downloaded it on Steam. This may have been a mod I had, but it'll basically show you the the roles that you're getting on each one of these attacks. So uh, very Dungeons and Dragons, but in Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, I'm done. Uh, (laughs) A shooty space game, um, but Dungeons and Dragons. So I think this was my first real Western RPG I played. 
I, I'm trying to think back because I played a lot of Final Fantasy. I didn't know that was a Jap- like Japanese RPG. I don't mm-hmm. know what that meant back then. I just knew it was like, uh, you know, the main thing I'd played. So then I played this, and people said it was an RPG, and I didn't really know what that meant. And that's kind of like, again, opened my eyes on all that uh, because I don't think it was until um, Oblivion was maybe the next one I played. Yeah, I'm after trying that. to think of kind of what would be a bigger western rpg that came out in that time this. right like i don't know if there were many were there do you, do you have any off the top of your head Steven? uh no because even elder scrolls had been like there were two elder scrolls or maybe three at that point but yeah i was a pc gamer in the 90s and i don't remember talking to anyone about daggerfall mm-hmm. yeah no 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 not, not even not like until... a, what about like fallout yeah, I, I actually played the I played the first two Fallout's in the '90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, even with Fallout, you wouldn't have gotten the following that something like this yeah. ended up getting. Yeah, sure. I mean, I played Baldur's Gate, played mm-hmm. you know, which I mean, Bioware. I guess that would yeah, probably it's... be the closest. A lot of people play Baldur's Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that would probably a ton, be the, of, yeah. A ton be the, of people play. Baldur's yeah, I guess Baldur's that would be Gate for life. But... Am I then? Is it just me? Like, was it the Star Wars license that helped like put well, this really in front of everyone? Because console, yeah, and on console, I guess because. Only PC gamer yeah, nerds well, back then. It helps <laughs> Still that this are. is like a good game, right? True. It helps that it like is well written. Unlike, never mind. I'm not gonna get a lot of hate. Um, I, guys, Still I don't talking think this, about Exoprimal. I just don't think the Star Wars movies are very good, <laughs> but the games are. Like, there's a lot of good media surrounding Star Wars that are not. You only movies. have an hour and a half or two hours to have a movie. <laughs> the game, you got like. Yeah, exactly. So I think that really helps, and I think that you—it's a—it's a, a world that people are already interested in that you get to really expand upon, right? And I think that's very interesting, and it's very novel whenever mm-hmm. this comes out. I think this is one of those. Back then, it took me like two times to get into it because I, yeah, okay. I was thirteen, right? So it came out like a oh, Star Wars game, and I was expecting it to be just kind of like a run and you shoot your, your oh, things sure, with yeah, your lightsaber, like a but it's Jedi Academy. Yeah, but no, it's like a role playing game, and you have to like stop and take your turns and like position your guys. And yeah. I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> kind of, it's it's fun to reflect on how many really good Star Wars games were hitting around that time. Yeah, yeah. and it was like different genres, mm-hmm. right? Because you had. Rogue Leader, Rogue Squ- mm-hmm. Squadron, like N64 and GameCube had these really amazing... Racer. Like, Dogfight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Racer. And then you had, like, what was the, the one that you just said? Uh, the one that was more action? Oh, the uh, Jedi Academy. Yeah, yeah. Jedi Academy was, was phenomenal on PC. And then mm-hmm. you had, you know, Kodor come out. I yeah. mean, it was just like Star Wars was just hitting, really hitting everywhere. Yeah. And then a few years later, I think they even had an RTS game that was pretty decent. Um, they did, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Even like Force Unleashed came out in 08, and that was... Yeah, that's kind of the start of the dark times. The, yeah. But still, <laughs> I know a lot of people played Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Force Sold Unleashed. a lot of copies. Yeah, yeah. we did. It, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was peak, but you're right. I think that was the peak. The bubble and then after that, burst, it right? had to yeah. burst. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget the day Star Force Unleashed 2 came out, and a uh, friend of the show, Stephen Shank, um, we popped it into the kiosk just the full game yeah and i'm just playing it yeah, just, he's just playing it you know we're just op- running our store and he's like i beat it <laughs> it, was, it was a very short game <laughs> like he, he beat the entire game like just in standing <laughs> in front of the counter at gameware i mean it must have been four hours I, 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 yes that's i mean when did star wars games come back was it just recently with like jedi survivor or they never left okay. right they never left but did they it's well they like haven't the been quality as... of quality of the game has changed 
I mean, back and forth over the years. What, what three? What two year period was there no Star Wars games? Can you? You can't name one. Nine, 2016. I'm sure Battlefront, <laughs> Battlefront, okay, probably came out that year, <laughs> and then two years later, Battlefront Two came out, and that one well, no one liked, right? Uh, but that's not what I just said. I said they're, they're, well, yeah, they're coming out, but like when everyone loves them again, sure, yeah. Well, yeah, people really Star. loved Battle, like they wasn't as good as the PS2 and Xbox. Well, yeah, Battle true. Games, they still bought it, yeah, okay, because they didn't have a choice. Point so taken. Like, you can't return it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker, man. I yeah, my. Like back started hurting a little oh. more. My knees cracked when that was twenty years. The darkest period of Star Wars <laughs> has to be Star Wars Connect. Right? Oh, like, you're there's not wrong. No, no, that is probably that is that's the bottom. And then it, it, maybe it did take a few years after all of Star like Wars the Connect. weird cover songs that were all like all the lyrics are changed to be <laughs> oh, Star Wars. So, Han Solo song. Han Solo. I'm Han Solo. I'm Han Solo. Watch as the the perfect symbol comes from my crotch when you perfectly time. <laughs> oh, no. It's just not good. Okay, so yeah, see, that was like 2016. No, that was like 2012. Like, the, yeah, this that is was, the that original Connect, Connect man. This is before the <laughs> Xbox One. I'll give it 2013. What is time? Come on. <laughs> anyway. Are you looking it up? What, what year that when was? It was 2012. Stars? He's right. Yeah, I thought that was really like five years ago. Oh, my God. A up. decade. But how many how many people bought that? We so, sold so I, many. I think I have it on my many. shelf. Probably it I don't was know. Usually like, my go to suggestion at Christmas time because <laughs> no, everyone had cool. gotten connects, and I was like, "Well, here's Star, Star Wars. Wars. You can dance and you can wave your arm around." It goes, there were vroom, like vroom. three different modes. I think. Yeah, I don't. It was not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't like I'm fight Han with solo. the lightsabers. You could just Han have it. Yeah, I don't know. It was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible. <laughs> All right, let's look ahead to the future and see what's coming out this week. Love it. Um, today, July 18th, you can play Viewfinder on PlayStation 5 and PC. I think I've Early. played this. Yeah? I was at a bar once. <laughs> and I was hanging out at the bar. Okay. Spanish Moon. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and there was this screen oh, on. on the let's counter. Pour, can we pour one out for Spanish Moon real <laughs> yeah, quick? Because, man. There was this screen on the counter, and you could... You, there were two pictures, <laughs> and you had to like find, find the, difference? the differences. <laughs> oh, this was at this was okay. This was at Duvix that they had this machine. D- so. Is this what <laughs> this is? This viewfinder? I is think this that's a different it. game. Oh, it's okay. No, well, hold on. No, this you're no. What, <laughs> what this is, is this game? No, this is. Remember that game that we all hated, uh, that Marquette game or whatever it was. Oh, that game made me sick. Yeah, this That's is like the that. only video game that made me nauseated. I'm pretty sure this is that. You have to look at things in a different view to like. Viewfinder oh, is I a. I remember it now. Okay, it's, Marquette, a, pu- it's a puzzle game. It's <laughs> a new single player game offering gamers hours of interesting and fun experiences while uncovering the mysteries left behind. That's not a good. That means literally nothing. Of I, have, a game. I have no idea of how that. I'm watching a video and you have a camera. Okay. You have a camera. Are you taking pictures of Pokemon? And it yes. does remind me of Marquette. Because when you take a picture of something, you gotta get batteries. He's picking up some batteries. I oh, think you would three D printing. Play this game. I don't know. It depends on the field you of make view. Trading Marquette's cards? field of view is so jacked up. That's why I got nauseated. Yeah, this does look it. a little bit different. You take a picture. Oh, okay, no. Here we go. Here we go. No, that's gonna make <laughs> me so sick. So this in the game, this character took a picture and then turned the picture upside down, and then everything that was in the picture fell out of the picture into the real world. Whoa. Like blocks. Like blocks. He just went into a different picture. Now and he's... now it's negative oh. world. 
This is Wait, was so this just Gex? It's, uh, it's not Gex. It's on PS5 and it's on Steam. I might download so, this. Viewfinder. I thought it was the game at the bar, but it's not. It's <laughs> that, a honestly, game. that that game sounds pretty good too. I kind of want to play. Let's go to Duvix. All right, let's hit it up. Yeah. Let's, play, let's go play. Put a quarter in the old Viewfinder. This looks like you have to be really smart to play. So it, I don't think it I looks like play it's this. gonna like have to like work my brain and <laughs> it does say it's what, a puzzle game. That's not yeah. what video games are for. Developed by Sad Owl Studios. Oh. On Thursday, July 20th, you can play Might and Magic Clash of Heroes Definitive Edition on PS4, Switch, and PC. Isn't that a DS game? Um, you know, I think it, there was a Might and Magic. Which one is this? Uh, Sounds familiar. There's a billion Might and Magic Cla- games. Clash of Heroes makes me think it's a mobile game. <laughs> yeah, which one is Clash um, of Heroes? I'm pretty I'm, sure I'm this is a DS game. the art style because this is a visual I think this was the DS. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's no way to know. Oh, yeah, it looks weeby. Yeah, it, it's got more anime vibes than your traditional Might and Magic, <laughs> uh, which is historically more This looks like it originally came out on DS in 2009. Boom, it did. It. It's that same game, got it but it's, this is the definitive version of it. Oh, this, is the, this defines what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. I and, think we own this. Originally. And Probably. on Friday, July 21st, you can play Pikmin 4... Whoa. On your Nintendo Switch. It almost doesn't feel real. Can New entry Xbox? in the Pikmin. No, you cannot. Oh. Only on Nintendo Switch. Well, so here's something funny. Um, July 16th, 2008. Uh, I'm seeing a story here that Miyamoto says we're making Pikmin. Oh, wow. Oh. So was that, that must have been Pikmin 3. Yes, not Pikmin Four because this right. is from 2008. <laughs> I just think we we have joked about him saying we're making Pikmin. We're making Pikmin. <laughs> I want to, but I want to say I, I was like I don't know. I was, I was at E3 when they announced Pikmin Four. Like they we're making another pick, like 2014 or 15, maybe. Like the Pikmin Four has been in the hopper for People a while. I feel bad when the Pikmin die. Yeah, well, yeah. you have to send them to your deaths to. Achieve your overall goal. The and they understand that. Come out of them. Yeah, they understand that. They would sacrifice themselves for you. They love you that much. But why? I'm, why am I more important than them? Because well, you're human. Yeah, but <laughs> plants are the same size. Plants still have souls, dude. Am I? Am I human though? You're, because okay. I'm like the size me, of a leaf. You're a white guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's your duty right. to squash those that are smaller <laughs> and lesser than you. This is okay. This this article from 2008, when asked about the possibility of a new Pikmin game, Miyamoto briefly discussed working with multiple teams on multiple projects before breaking the news. We're making Pikmin, he said, offering nothing further. Maybe that it, was the end of it. Maybe we're making Pikmin. That's what I want. I want to enter a room and go. We're making Pikmin. And then leave. just walk right out of there. There was also that weird uh, 3DS Pikmin game. Like, yeah, we don't talk Hello about that Pikmin one. Hello Pikmin or something. Pikmin That's World. like a platformer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not like regular Pikmin. I still haven't played Pikmin, Pikmin 3, so maybe I'll finally do that. I haven't and played a Pikmin. Played hey, so. hey, Pikmin. Hey, Pikmin. I liked Pikmin 1. Not a fan of Pikmin 2. 2 is so Whoa. much better than mm, I don't know about that. Well, I liked one for a lot of the reasons people hated one. I liked the time uh, mechanic. I liked the time mechanic in the rush yeah. to kind of feel in stress Ooh, and having is to there prioritize a Franklin stuff. bit in there that is he going to show up? <laughs> time travel? No, no Ben Franklin this time. I didn't like two because it was less about the time restraint and more yeah. of like go into the underground and do these unlimited time puzzles. And three, it's even further away from that. Yeah. yeah. But there's no time. Oh, they like. Uh, three does, three has a time limit, but also it doesn't. Yeah. Like, 
you have to collect berry juice to keep going, and then if you run out, you're dead. So it's not. It is time constraint, but if you can two dollars to get more berry juice, probably mm. maybe <laughs> it's gonna be in the season pass for Pikmin Four. Collect. Um, so yeah, that would be a Christmas game. I'll get it at Christmas. Okay. Because then I'll have to pay for it. Cause Santa will bring it to me. Even better. <laughs> but a, a Christmas themed Pikmin level. Ooh, you yeah, see, even be better. Only Best of both worlds. Red, white, and green Pikmin in there. That's it. Could be the Mexican flag as well. <laughs> Could be a Mexican theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pikmin level. And that's going to bring us to the end of did this it. week's show. Oh, my goodness. Oh. We did it. Second one back. Congratulations, everyone. Whole episode. I don't know what your weekend plans are, but if you're not going to see Oppenheimer and Barbie as a double feature, you're missing out because that is this upcoming weekend. Get excited. We're here. Um, We saw Mission Impossible. I'm going to do that tomorrow night. Whoa. What did you think of Mission Impossible? It's fun. Do you think it was possible? Well, I mean, after seven of these, how impossible are these missions? Uh, just you'll have to see. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, it's, it's part one. So That's true. There's I, no way to know what's going to happen. I, like, I'm groaned part. whenever I saw the part one. I didn't realize it was a part one, oh, and I no. was not oh. very excited to yeah, see Renee, the movie. I think Renee only went because I, like, I asked if she, wanted to, if she would go with me. Of course. But you enjoyed it. I, yeah, actually, yeah. I ended up really liking it. So yeah. Wait, so how many of the previous films? I've seen two. She's seen. Oh, like the two like, movies or I number two? I've seen two. only The Mission worst Possible one. Two. So the only, yes. the only way to go is oh, up. Cool. All right. Yep, so. yep. 2023 is like the year of the surprise part ones. Because people did also not realize that Across the Spider-Verse yep, is a part yeah. one. <laughs> and then Fast X, yep. also a part one. That's before the spinoffs start. Right. They're gonna do another. Oh yeah, no, fast. we got a Hobbs and oh, Shaw right. two yeah. coming. We got not fast enough. Is this the new prequel. Hollywood like gambit of well, we haven't made movies in a while, so we're just gonna make a six hour movie and then split it up and make you pay us twice to Harry see Potter it. did it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Witchcraft once again. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. You can follow me on Twitter and Threads. I am at Adam Arinder. I am still on Threads at JM Carly. I'm at Steve Gameware on Twitter and Robo Steven on Threads. That's weird. You got to get some consistency. I mean, they didn't let me pick my name. That's true. It's it's tied mm-hmm. to it's your, just Insta- your Instagram name. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram or on Twitter at Vanillala. That's like vanilla, but with an A and a lala at the end. You can follow me on Twitter for lots of Genshin retweets. Yeah. And That's all I ever need in my feed. Cosplay and fashion pictures. That's it. You can uh, find this podcast on Android, Whoa. Apple Music, Whoa. SoundCloud, Whoa. and more to come. That's so many. And many Please. more. You can also find us on uh, Facebook and more to come. Exciting things coming for Gameware (laughs) Express. And this year, 2023, part one. Part one. To be be continued. (laughs) So, yep, we made it through another one of these. Great job, everyone. We did. did Great job to you for listening to this. Yes, everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning back in and hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did... You can always email us right in GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address, and we will read your emails live on the air as long as they're appropriate. Because I can't read inappropriate things because my Christian ears say no. Okay, you can still email us inappropriate things. We'll screen, we'll screen it, it and yeah. put in fun words where we're. Mm-hmm. I like that idea so, better. So, yeah. uh, yep. John Michael, Steve, and Renee, as always, thank you so much for joining me this evening. And insert your name here. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Have a great week and we'll see you next time.